It amazes me how many studies are done of the effectiveness of an intervention or a service without any consideration of cost. Firstly, I'd really just like to know what is the cost of the service or the cost of the intervention. But of course, it would be good to know something about the outcomes of the study and how they could be assessed in terms of finance or other measures of value. In cost-effectiveness studies, there are three main approaches used. One is the cost-benefit analysis, in which the cost of the input is compared to the financial benefit of the outcome. The second is the cost-utility analysis, which I find quite difficult often because the cost of the input is related to a measure of utility, a concept much loved by economists. And there is a third type of study, very rarely published, called the cost-effectiveness analysis, in which two alternative treatments are compared head-to-head. However, we're moving to a new world now, the world of population health management. And in that world, we'll be looking at populations not defined in terms of a county council or a health board or a health authority, but populations defined by need. People with cardiovascular disease, for example, or women or children or people in the last year of life. And those people will be the focus of attention. Not the institutions, but the populations defined by need. And this will be accompanied by a budgetary approach that's different. So we'll be moving to a budgetary approach, sometimes called programme budgeting, in which the people responsible for the health of a particular group of the population, and this will include patient representatives too, will be given a budget for, for example, people with joint pain and mobility problems, or people in the last year of life. There'll be a budget of this uh, type, and they'll be expected to optimise value from that budget for that group of people, for all the people in that particular group, not just the people who happen to make it to the specialist service. And when that is done, what becomes evident is that when resources are spent in one way, either to fund an innovation or an expansion of a service, then those resources will have to be found from another part of the same budget. This week's paper is very unusual and the title is a great title uh, and so too is the bottom line of the abstract for the paper. So what these people did was to look at the benefits that women got from an insurance policy and then they decided to assess the benefits in terms of what could be called the opportunity cost. You see, the bottom line that they said was that, and I quote, hysterectomies increase benefit payments and surgical costs at about the cost of a mammogram and five pap smears per enrollee. So what the authors of this study have done 
is to consider the opportunity cost. And the opportunity cost is defined in one way as, and I quote, the value of the next best alternative foregone as a result of the decision made. So by making a decision that women should be offered induced hysterectomies, these are not for cancer, then the cost was a mammogram and five pap smears for each individual. The term opportunity cost is a good cost and will increasingly become the key cost as population health management is developed. The service will focus on subgroups of the population defined by need. These subgroups will have a budget. If an innovation comes along, the first place to look for that resource will be in that budget. If some service wishes to be expand, expanded, some other service will have to be reduced. And we'll just finish with a thought for a new term which we set out in a journal article in 2009. We need to start thinking about the opportunity value rather than the opportunity cost. Namely, whatever you're doing, could you get greater value by using those resources in other ways? And remember, the resources are not just money. When you get into running a network, another key feature of population health management, the key resource is professional and patient time. So, this is a very good paper. It expresses the outcome of a study in terms of alternative uses of the resource. And let's hope we see journals print lots more articles like this.